you make a lot of decisions every day. According to one study, you'll actually make 35,000 decisions today. Phil Lanks is just talking about this. When it comes to making decisions as a follower of Christ, I know you're concerned about whether or not you make decisions that please God. To help you know God's will, make biblical decisions, and overcome decision anxiety, we poured over Bible verses about decisions, choices, and wisdom. Today, I'm going to share with you a seven-step biblical decision-making guide. I'm Jesse Wisniewski, and this is Modern Church Leader. Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient, and powerful for the kingdom of God. So what does the Bible say about making decisions? As I mentioned earlier, you're going to make around 35 decisions, thousand decisions today. For the vast majority of decisions you make, you just need to make a choice. Assuming you're in communion with God through prayer, reading the Bible, and Christian community, you won't need to spend an inordinate amount of time contemplating every little decision you make. For instance, what clothes should you wear today? Just wear something. Should I fudge the numbers on my tax returns? Tell the truth. Do I need to take my wife out to dinner? Love your wife. What should I have for breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Food. But don't overeat. But here's the deal. When you need to make a non-moral decision that's not spelled out in the Bible, like who you should marry, where you should work, where you should attend school, what do you do? It's not like you'll find out in the Bible these specific uh, answers to these specific questions. But when you study Bible verses about decision, there's an observable seven-step biblical decision-making guide that comes to the surface. Number one, clarify the decision. Number two, get wisdom from the Bible. Number three, seek godly counsel. Four, pray. Five, consider alternative choices. Six, make a choice. And seven, trust the Lord. Let's dig in. Number one, clarify the decision. Are you not sure about whether or not you should marry someone? Do you have a new job opportunity you're considering? Are you thinking through what church you should join? The first step you need to take when making a decision is to actually clarify the decision you need to make. This is the compass that will guide you through the rest of this decision-making process. If you're confused or not sure about what you're trying to decide, you'll be walking in a fog throughout the rest of this process. So before moving forward, make sure you have a clear idea in mind about the decision you need to make. Number two, get wisdom from God. The next step you need to take is to get wisdom from God. So thankfully, as I pointed out earlier, God doesn't hide his will for your life close to his chest like a skillful poker player. He lets you know how he desires for you to live your life for him. So to get wisdom from God, you have to fear the Lord first. So fearing the Lord is the starting position you'll need to take if you desire to live for him. So don't believe me? Check out Proverbs 1.7 and we can talk later. Getting wisdom from God for the decision you need to make is not an idle pursuit. It does require studying the Bible to understand what he has to say about your decision. But obtaining this information alone isn't enough, which leads us to the next point. Number three, seek godly counsel. You are not called to live your life alone. God has created you for community. When you place your faith in Christ, you become a member of the body of Christ. So as you study Bible verses about decisions, one clear theme you'll observe time and time again is your need for godly counsel to make wise choices. Again, you don't need to ask someone their opinion on most of the decisions you make every day. But when you're dealing with a choice that isn't clearly addressed in the Bible, it's essential and practical to seek the advice of other Christians in your life. So take the time to listen to what your family, friends, and church leaders have to say. But here's the kicker. Make sure you're not living in an echo chamber. In other words, don't only seek the counsel of someone in your life who you know will agree with the decision you want to make. Maintain a posture of humility by being open to hearing the opinions of other godly men and women in your life, even if you don't agree with what they have to say. So number four, pray. The stool of God's will, wisdom is held up by three legs, the Bible, godly counsel, and prayer. 
As you study the scriptures on decision-making and seek godly counsel, don't forget to pray along the way. In seeking God's guidance in decision-making, you need to ask for God's help to apply what you're reading in the Bible and what you hear from your community. God wants you to make wise decisions, and he has given you an open invitation to ask him for wisdom. Check out James chapter 1, verse 5. So trust the Lord, believe in him, and ask him to give you the wisdom you need. So as you maintain a posture of prayer, it's also a good idea to set aside dedicated time to pray about your decision. So in your prayers, be open to the possibility that the Lord will redirect your desires to lead you in the direction he wants you to go. Number five, consider alternative choices. Here's one key to making big decisions. Be patient. By the time you get to this step, it's possible that days, weeks, or months have passed by. Don't rush the process. Take the time to understand the decision you need to make, study the Bible, seek counsel, and pray. Before making your final choice about a job, school, or whatever decision you need to make, make sure you consider all of the choices you have. Number six, make a choice. Now it's time to make a decision. This is where the rubber meets the road. This sounds simple enough, but many Christians struggle with paralysis by analysis. At the end of the day, you have to make a decision. Number seven, trust the Lord. After making your decision, you may feel like you can wash your hands and walk away, but not so fast. Regardless of the decision you made, you're still called to trust in the Lord. So do you want to glorify God in your work? You'll need to trust him to empower you to do the work you're called to do. Do you want to love your wife like Jesus loves the church? You need God's help to do that. Do you want to live and love like Jesus today? Well, you can't do that on your own. You need to trust that God, the Holy Spirit, will empower you to live a life like Christ. What's the point of all this? Simple. There will never be a time when you arrive as a Christian. Every single day of your life, you'll need to trust God with everything. And remember, God is always guiding you. Regardless if you're actively pursuing God, reading your Bible and praying one hour a day or whatever it is, or committed a sin, God's will for you and everyone else in the world isn't altered. He's still at work in your life, guiding you along the way. Thanks for listening. Please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes.